smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi welcome to why not mint money i'm satya sultanam from mint's personal finance team in this episode let's talk about the three stages of a bear market a bear market is typically defined as a market that falls more than 20% from its most recent peak for example in march 2020 when the news of covid hit the stock markets the bse sensex fell by almost 30% from its peak in january 2020 that's considered a bear market which lasted for a very short period but that's not the case always according to wall street veteran bob farrell a bear market has three stages sharp down reflexive rebound and drawn out fundamental downtrend These three phases indicate that a bear market starts with a sharp correction. And then we'll see intermittent bounce backs as some of the investors see the correction as a buying opportunity. This phase of the bear market called the reflexive rebound will be followed by a prolonged period of the downtrend in markets typically for over a year. Why should you know about the stages of a bear market? Are we really in a bear market now? Should you make any changes to your portfolio? To answer all these questions, we have with us Anish Devi, Managing Partner of QUNI Capital Advisors LLP. Let's invite him. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Hello Anish, uh, welcome to Why Not Mint Money podcast. Hi Satya, good to be here. Thanks. Um, Anish, uh, according to Bob Farrell, there are three stages of bear market. Uh, why do you think it is important to understand the stages of a bear market? Uh, it's important, I think, to understand stages because you know uh, most people think of uh, bear markets as you know that it will go maybe go down in a straight line or it will uh, fall uh, in a precarious manner. But we should not forget that within uh, within bear markets also you can have rallies that you know the kind that we are seeing currently. So and and it is it is an event it, it's a process uh, that the market goes through it's not a one time thing that you know market falls uh, 5% or 10% and we have a bear market and it's ended there so it's very important to understand these uh, these phases in the market so that you don't get perturbed or you don't get uh, you know you don't uh, mess up your allocations as you uh, invest understand so what i understood is that you know every you know every rebound in the market after a sharp correction is not the sign that the market sell off is over and also you know it's not that if you see a 5-10% fall you and you have a lump sum to invest and that you go all in it unless you are able to time it perfectly which nobody can but uh, it's if you have a longer term horizon then it's not and you have a you have a slightly uh, larger amount to invest it's not a bad time to sometimes rebalance your portfolio and uh, rebalance your asset weights and increase uh, your allocation to equity because uh, if you're in here for the for the next 5 10 years it's always a good time to but you should like i said you should not do it at one go because you know a 10% fall can become 15 20% fall very fast so so one should phase it out one should stagger out the uh, investment understand understand so when you talk about long term what is the long term for uh, equity investments so usually what we have seen is that uh, over uh, 7 to 10 years is is the long term because uh, the probability that you will see a positive returns is almost uh, 99 to 100% in uh, it i'm not saying that 
you will you will beat the market or you will beat the fixed deposit rate but you will not lose capital in in uh, you know in that long term so but if you have something something like 3 years 3 to 5 years is also a little bit tricky you know you can have uh, sideways markets like we saw in the 90s where sometimes for 3 to 5 years some, nothing may happen you may not see a new high so which is why uh, studies have shown that 7 to 10 years is you know pretty much what you should uh, expect to be in when you uh, enter the stock understand okay um so going back to the bear market concept so indian yeah. stock markets also witnessed bear markets in the past uh, anish can you help us understand uh, how these uh, stages panned out in any of the bear markets in india so satya as you know that and as our listeners know that you know market is a discounting mechanism so prices move sometimes uh, and most of the time actually ahead of news and uh, so so let's take the example of say 1997 where uh, you know in july 1997 the fall started and over the next uh, 3 or 4 months we saw a fall of almost uh, you know uh, 20 25% and uh, post that uh, we saw a rebound again of around 15 to 20% and uh, around that time is when you know the reasons for the fall became a bit clearer that you know there was a asian currency crisis in the southeast asian countries and uh, post that again the market fell another uh, 20% so now if somebody had uh, you know thought that in the, in the second phase when there was a reflex reflexive rebound uh, where the market went up if that's the end of the bear market then uh, you know he, he or she would have been caught and then the when the final uh, stage or third leg happens which is the drawn out fundamental uh, a downtrend where the uh, reasons for the fall become more apparent and it's more drawdown and uh, drawn out rather and you know that's when it's a process of bottoming out so that it's sort of gets built into the psyche of the market that okay you know now this is the reason why the market fell and now it slowly gets factored in and then the market starts consolidating and rebuilding from there which is what we saw in 98 and then in 98 99 and 2000 we saw uh, the recovery phase uh, so to speak understand uh, when you talk about this uh, drawn out downtrend period and also the bear market as a whole uh, i understand yeah. you know it could last for multiple years uh, for for many investors who have uh, come into the stock markets in the last few years like about 5 to 6 years uh including me we don't know what the bear market looks like i know how how does it feel uh so, so what is your experience like uh, anish uh, when it comes to bear markets uh so you know i i started investing in 99 but i have uh, observed markets since uh, 93 94 so i have i have sort of experienced uh, the sideways market of you know 95 to 2000 uh in india we had a good good run from 2004 to 2008 but in the us uh, we observed that the entire uh, decade of 2000 to 2010 was almost a lost decade that they did not see a new high uh, not that they did not see inter- intermittent rallies so uh, you know it's a fairly painful process where where you know if you, if you uh, get into a party or you are in a social gathering and somebody learns that you you invest in the stock market or you are an investor you know people will just 
change the topic that's how hated equities become during those uh, lots so people just basically lose hope in uh, that you know it's the end of the market and you know the economy is not going to do well and we can find uh, n number of reasons to be bearish there there's always enough reasons to be bearish so uh, sideways i uh, bear market i think is one of the most painful uh, corrections uh, painful processes in the market because it it really tests the patience and conviction that an investor has in his or her process or his or philosophy and uh, you know why they are in the market and it really makes you earn those returns that you enjoy uh, on after that uh, anish um, we've also seen a bear market in 2020 briefly uh, if we go by statistical terms uh, you know it has fallen by 20% in march 2020 on the back of outbreak of covid-19 uh but of course it uh, it did not last for long um and it rebounded very quickly so how different is the bear market that we witnessed in 2020 when compared to the other bear markets so it was i would say i wouldn't say it was not painful it was definitely painful and i think it was the fastest bear market in history we've not seen a uh, 35 to 40% fall in such a quick time and uh, and faced with that i would say how it was different from the, from the last two bear markets which i have seen which is the dot com and the 2008 one is that they started from wall street and then went to main street whereas uh, here the covid pandemic affected all of us is it effective of whether we work in the market or invest in the market or not so it actually started from the economy and went to the uh, to the stock market so everybody felt it uh, everybody knew uh, why the market is falling and uh, i think it's uh, it's basically the fed which came in uh, printed money and uh, you know that's what we we see over the post 2008 that uh, cycles have become very very short in in the market and i think that's a distinguishing factor i would say between uh, markets uh, post 2008 and pre 2008 the cycles you know we've seen brexit fall we've seen uh, demonetization and trump fall we've seen uh, painful sideways market uh, in 2018 19 more in uh, small and mid caps where you know we had gst implementation and things like that but uh, the nifty still did well now, you know there was pain in mid and small uh, and i think now that inflation has appeared i think so that's that's going to uh, i think test us uh, going forward uh with that let me come to my next question which is the most awaited question anish uh, are we in a bear market now so satya if you see the mid and small cap indices we have hit 20% the nifty 500 has fallen i think uh, max from peak it fell 16% and nifty 50 also of course because of the heavy weight it hasn't fallen more than uh, 20% yet uh we could fall i i you can't rule that out that you know we can't fall further from there but at this point in time uh, i think my most probabilistic scenario is that we go through a fairly long uh, sideways market yeah i don't i don't anticipate a big crash but neither do i anticipate that uh, you know there any trigger for the markets to go up so i think uh, you know there's this old uh, ajit joke i don't know if you know it it says you know put him in liquid oxygen the liquid won't let you live and the oxygen won't let him die so we are in that kind of sideways market where <laughs> uh, so we'll see those kind of days where sort of you know hope 
confidence builds up and then peters out we we might see two or three weeks uh, a month or two of sort of market going up again petering out so i think it will be far more testing of the investors who've come in in the last 10 years and who have not seen uh, sideways market they see markets uh, sort of uh, you know uh, correct and uh, then recover really fast i think uh, that will be tested the indian uh, retail investor will be tested i hope and i am pretty sure uh, i think the industry has done a fairly good job in terms of educating investors so i'm pretty sure they will come out of it uh, profitable uh, but it's going to be testing time right understand uh, when you talk about markets being sideways uh, uh, what do you mean uh, anish yeah could you explain the difference between the price correction and the time correction so price correction satya is what we saw in say uh, 2020 right we saw the market fall from 40000 to 28000 so we saw a fall of almost uh, 12000 points and then we recovered that 12000 points immediately in the next 3 uh, to 4 months so that was a price correction we saw a correction in price and went back uh when, what we see in a time correction is that market stays in a band and it it does not uh, break out of that band either on the upside or, or it's a, and it can be a fairly wide band in this in today's scenario it could be anywhere between uh, you know 15500 to 18500 a 3000 point band because uh, that's the high that we saw on the nifty and uh, 15500 to 600 is the low we saw in march and even re- very recently so that's a fairly uh, big band and uh, the market can just uh, sort of remain keep on uh, churning in this band and keep on coiling you know almost like a spring like how how a spring coils and then suddenly there's a breakout or a breakdown on the downside or a breakout on the upside so that coiling process can sort of take you know anywhere from 6 to 9 months the uh, the good news is that you know we had done that study for bear market Uh, a while ago and and that said that the average bear market lasts for uh, 16 to 17 months uh, if you were look at if you were to look at it from an optimist point of view we already 8 months or 9 months into this because this started we peaked out with the benefit of hindsight in october uh, uh, september october uh, 2021 and uh, even though like you said we we are not technically in a bear market in the large caps in the small caps we have we have hit that uh, limit or we have we've crossed the 20% threshold so you know the the good news is that we are halfway through it the bad news is we still have halfway to go understand uh, anish uh, you know uh, you you usually quote this leo tolstoy's uh, you know quote referring to bear markets uh, i know yeah. about it so why don't you share it with our listeners as well yeah so uh, you know in anna karenina principle is that you know all happy families are alike and all unhappy families are unhappy in their own way so i like to say that all bull markets are alike you know everybody is happy that's what bob farrell's tenth principle is also that everybody is happy in a bull market in a bear market uh, everybody is down and out so you know just to paraphrase him in a bear, every bear market is unique uh, in its own way and this bear market i think is unique because we are uh, this generation of investors uh, who have come in post post 2008 9 and you know, they've been there for for a fairly long time 10 to 12 years are going to see uh, what happens uh, when inflation hits what happens uh, when uh, central banks are uh, are restricted and 
and uh, how how an economy sort of you know comes out of that and how the stock market uh, plays a role in that i think so it's going to be testing times uh, that way so i think that, that this bull this bull market is bear market is unique in that sense in the last uh, 10 years because uh, we've not seen inflation like this in the uh, in the developed markets ever in india we've seen uh, inflation uh, we we live we live with inflation uh, every year but uh, developed markets have not seen this kind of inflation they've seen 2 3% 4% but not 8% uh, last seen in the 70s so i think that's unique about uh, this bear market uh, and uh, yeah so i think uh, let's hope that uh, we are uh, half if we are halfway through then you know in the next 8 uh, or 9 months uh, we are back to new highs hopefully Fingers crossed. Yes. Uh, for those new investors, Anish, uh, what do you suggest, uh, or what, what can investors expect in terms of equity returns going ahead? So uh, usually, equity returns uh, grow in uh, the you know the broader market. Equity returns grow in line with the GDP of a country. So our our uh, base case is around thirteen uh, to fifteen percent, and uh, that is what investors should expect in the long run. uh but as we know equity returns are very very lumpy you know you can uh, you can see that in the last 2 uh, years we went from 12000 nifty to 18000 that's a 50% return and uh, so in a sense that you know we borrowed returns from the future so they will have to uh, sort of be earned so so for those investors i would say you know be patient focus on your asset allocation uh focus on your if you're not a full time investor focus on your primary capital is your human capital you know focus on uh, focus on that and uh, and keep on be be a disciplined investor uh sit with an advisor work out your long term plan and i would say that you know uh, that that's the best you can do and uh, the, and equities are the uh, you know the best asset class to beat inflation over the long run so you know that is not something that you should give up on or ignore uh, even if you see sideways markets but you should take that amount of risk which you can bear so you know that that's why i say work with an advisor and get your risk tolerance and risk ability right get your asset allocation in line with your long term goals uh but uh, do not stop investing in equity at this point anish i'll tell you a few uh, common phrases that we hear every time when it comes to markets they say uh, opti- you know cautiously optimistic when it comes to yeah. stock picking they say uh, pick quality stocks uh when yeah. it comes to personal finance mostly it is about asset allocation so yeah. um asset allocation is the mantra for everything that happens in the market so how should investors decide that their asset allocation is structured well now Uh, like i said you know if uh, it first of all it starts with uh, what your uh, job is uh, let's say you know where there is there is your salary or your uh, if you are uh, a full time investor or you are your job is connected to equity markets then it's obviously your uh, your income is equity like so then your asset allocation has to be bond like and if your uh, income is bond like let's say you are a government employee or you are you are an employee in a in a very stable uh, uh, you know company then your your salary is almost bond like so you can take more risk and you can uh, have an asset allocation which is slightly more risky because you have the potential for upside there and you don't have that in your job versus if you're working in a startup or if you're working in something like that there your uh, cash incoming cash flows are not so uh, predictable 
so then you have to take a little less risk so so that's why we say that you know asset allocation is very important and is different for everybody it's it's that's the that puts the personal in personal finance so it uh, it it really depends on your own profile and and even some people uh, they may have the ability but sometimes they do not have the risk tolerance so that's also something that will be tested uh, only when you uh, invest and, and when you go through it uh, you know in real time it thank you so much uh, that's all from my side thank you so much for joining us today thanks atya thanks for having me it was fun thank you that's all for now in this episode listeners if you have any queries or suggestions you can reach out to me on twitter my handle is at satya sontanam s a t y a s o n t a n a m or you can also write to us at mintmoney@livemint.com bye bye This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.